yes, sometimes things are hard. And sometimes you set goals that are outside your comfort zone. And sometimes you look at these goals and you're like, oh boy, why did I do that? But you still got to try to do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Food Fundamentals with On Point Nutrition, where we debunk diet culture and provide you with actionable steps to help you become your healthiest self, whatever that looks like for you. My name is Brayden. I'm a dietitian at On Point Nutrition and your host for Food Fundamentals. Every January, thousands of Americans gain a surge of motivation that prompts them to create New Year's resolutions. But most of the time, these resolutions are vague and never written down, only spoken. Today's episode is focused on stepping away from those vague resolutions and replacing them with solid goals you are much more likely to commit to and accomplish. Today, I am joined by none other than Brittany Kennedy. Brittany Kennedy is the co-founder and CEO of On Point Nutrition. Since its inception in 2015, Brittany and her team have helped more than 3,500 individuals build trust in themselves and their bodies to create lifelong results. On Point's approach matches you with a registered dietitian or nutritionist who will learn about your struggles, provide ongoing support and accountability, and enable you to become the hero in your health journey. Brittany, thank you so much for being our first on the Food Fundamentals podcast. Yes, I'm excited. Heck yeah. Also a little bit scared. Uh, Yeah, the first one. It is, it is. So it needs to be good. Um, (laughs) But I have no doubt. I mean, that's why I picked the CEO of On Point. So I figured it made sense. You know, it's January. Everyone is super excited about the new year have you personally do you personally make new year's resolutions every year i don't make new year's resolutions every year which is yeah totally okay yeah i'm more of a like ongoing goal setting type of person rather than saying like it's january and i'm gonna set a goal i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to box myself into that month yes you know yes I will say it is exciting to look back on how far you've come in the year and then get excited for the new year and like the potential that comes with that. Yeah. But I think it's really, it's almost just as important to look back on the previous year and the successes and the failures and things that you could have improved upon when you're looking forward to making some new goals. Totally. I think it's very important. So let's dive into this. 38% of Americans never make goals. It's almost 40% of America, which is surprising. So why do you think uh, we humans like to create them, Brittany? Yeah, I think, well, I think it's your comment about the number of people who don't set goals is really interesting too. Mm -hmm. And I think um, a lot of times individuals don't set goals because they're afraid that they won't reach those goals so if they're never out there you can never fail Fail. right never not achieve them yeah Um, i think people are very scared of failure i think that's a totally big big thing for a lot of people and that's why they don't want to try new things yeah but what's interesting though is that i think that by setting goals 
you're more likely to achieve them than to not achieve them. It's mm-hmm. like this weird uh, psychological battle <laughs> where we're like, if I don't, if I don't set them, then I can't fail. But at the same time, if you don't set them, you also can't thrive mm-hmm. either. You know, so you guess you kind of have to pick. Yeah, what you want. I think it's I think it's interesting thinking about. I always like to think about when we were like cave people. And we haven't necessarily evolved out of that kind of humanity. Sure. But back then, it was just for survival. It's, hey, I need to go find these berries or kill this animal for to feed my family, myself and my family. But now we have superseded our survival goals, and we are up to, like, self-actualization goals. And that's just a whole another beast and it's almost it's more difficult to achieve because they're not necessary we don't need to accomplish them so i think that's partially where that 38 percent comes from is a lot of people just they're comfortable where they're at right they don't need to set goals they're maybe not thinking about how do i improve myself or the world around me so they just don't really think to make goals in the first place but i think it is an innate thing that we humans like to strive towards something, whatever it is. Uh, we yeah. love the the accomplishment and the and the surge of energy that comes from it. On that point, how did creating goals help you visualize the future of On Point Nutrition? Oh man, that's a great question. That's a great question. It's uh, it's funny because. I'll be totally honest with you. I actually struggle a bit to set my own goals, mm-hmm. which I think is like shocking for people. So sometimes That's, when I yeah. tell them, yeah. they're like, wait, what? <laughs> you um, own a business. Yeah, yes. We business owners <laughs> do struggle just like you. Um, <laughs> I think it's difficult to set goals, but totally necessary. And I think when... I I was preparing for this today. I was thinking about like what goals did I actually set seven, eight, nine years ago, right? When I was really thinking about this. And I think for me, I set out and started on point with my now husband at the time. Um, I did it to accomplish and solve a couple problems. So I think that setting goals really comes from trying to solve a problem, or at least it does in, in my world. And when I'm thinking about on point and about the business, it's like, what problem do I have? How do I solve that? Figuring that solution out is sort of like setting a goal. So even if I don't come out and say it, this is my goal today or this week or this year, I'm really asking myself a bigger question of what problems am I looking to solve, which I think is like a really great way for everyone to think about their own goal setting. Cause I think that especially in January, people get really bogged down about like setting goals and intentions for the year. And they're like, you said, it's like, they're, they're trying to go above and beyond where they currently are and like be this magical person and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, do all this great stuff. But I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to what problems do you have and how are you going to solve them? You know, and, and so when I started on point, it really was to solve a couple problems. It was to solve um, an access problem. I was 
working in more of like an inpatient type setting uh, where people were having to travel to come into my office to see me for sessions and people would miss appointments all the time and for a million reasons, you know? So I said, okay, well, if I'm going to solve that access problem, I have to do something online where people don't have to travel and they can reach me and the people that I'll eventually work with wherever they are. Like that was my problem. Mm-hmm. And then I had to set out all these goals to solve it in the very beginning it's always really overwhelming when you're trying to set goals and figure things out. I know when I started, I, like I said, I wanted to solve an access problem. I wanted to solve a understanding problem because there's like a ton of information about nutrition out there and nobody understands it. And there's a ton of really bad information out there too. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to work by myself mm. forever. <laughs> so that, that was yeah. also a problem that yeah. I needed to solve too. So I knew that in order to almost solve those other two problems, I needed a team of people to do that, you know? And so one of my goals when I started out was to build a team, you know, and build a group of people who um, worked really well together and were able to reach a ton of people, you know, way more people than I would ever be able to reach just by myself. Yeah. And I have to imagine that when that actually started coming to fruition, that really gave you a surge of motivation to, continue on that path mm-hmm. you saw the amount of people that you were helping you were like oh actually okay i'm, I'm solving this problem that i set out to solve and i'm doing it with the, the people around me that are a great support system and yep. so i can only imagine how much of a amazing feeling that was when you started to see the growth in the business but it doesn't have to be making a business to solve those problems. I think that's a really good point that you made was we have to start with looking for a problem, whether it's in the world or whether it's within yourself, whatever the problem or thing you're trying to solve is, however big or small it is, uh, you just have to look for something that could be improved upon and decide how you want to improve it. So I think that's a really good point that you made about starting with finding a problem. Goals, they provide us with a sense of meaning, a sense of belonging, you and your team. Uh, But how do we create goals that truly stick, that we actually start to work towards? So let's talk about long-term goals specifically. So we have our problem. We want to make nutrition more accessible for folks. We want to not work by, by ourselves forever. We want to build a team of supportive people. What was your process for creating long-term goals related to OnPoint? And did you change these long-term goals frequently? Oh, man. Yes. Yes to all of the things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I mean, the best way to tackle goals like you look at that big long-term goal and then you start kind of breaking it up into smaller goals but i think the key to really achieving your goals is being flexible and and knowing that just because you set out to achieve one goal doesn't mean that you can't change it or you can't adjust it or you can't you know delete it you can get rid of a goal if you set it too, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. <laughs> right? If you set a goal, you start working towards it and you're like, maybe this isn't the goal I should have set. Yeah, you could totally. totally like get rid of it and set a yeah. new one. So I think for me, the key to really kind of reaching long-term goals is always having that true north 
like having that 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 star where you're like okay this is like the direction i'm going and always knowing what your long-term goal is is super important because i think long-term goals they don't really change as much as like the right. little goals that reach that lead up to them in build i think in building a business specifically it's something that is things are going to change over time even mm -hmm. if you don't know they are or even if you don't want them to right? see sometimes COVID. yeah <laughs> case in point <laughs> covid um yes not yes. but not even just covid i mean that was just recent you know there are a lot of things that changed for me over time that made me reevaluate my goals because sometimes accomplishing one goal will put you in a position where then you set another goal that you totally weren't expecting because maybe you for my, for me, for example, maybe I brought a new team member in mm -hmm. that brought something really great to the table that I was not expecting at all. Mm -hmm. And then maybe that person solves a whole bunch of problems I didn't even think they could solve, but then I don't have to solve, right? <laughs> right? And then I could set different goals for myself, you know? Yeah. So I think flexibility is the name of the game. Yeah. Well, it was for me, really. But I think just for anyone setting goals too, like constantly reevaluating them mm -hmm. and, you know, measuring your progress towards them mm -hmm. and determining, you know, whether that goal that you set is really realistic or makes sense. And then being okay with adjusting it and being okay with not achieving a goal that you set out to achieve yeah. as well. And that kind of goes important. back to the whole fear thing of yep. folks don't want to set goals because they're scared. And if they fail, they, a lot of folks will just stop there they won't mm -hmm. reevaluate they won't there a lot of people aren't okay with criticism and self-criticism right. so i think you have to be okay with those things because like you said there's so many outside influences that take part in leading towards a goal that it's you can't control everything right stoicism right. control what you can control you can control how you react to outside circumstances. So if an outside circumstances diverts your path a little bit towards that North Star, then yeah, you have to make adjustments. But yep. it's important to remember that that is just part of the journey. So I think another thing that really helps with creating those long-term goals is making them specific, but also challenging. Uh, making them specific and challenging shows uh, that it leads to higher goal performance 90% of the time. So we've heard, most people listening to this have probably heard of the SMART goals format, right? Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely in creating goals. However, I think the challenging piece right there is really important to talk about because if I have a goal of, I'm going to walk 20 steps tomorrow, it's like, okay, that's not yeah. hard. Like you can easily do that. Right. However, creating that challenging goal, not only does it make it more enjoyable when you make progress or succeed in that goal, but it also almost forces change and forces, like we said, some of that adaptation along the way. So I think mm -hmm. that's a really important, important point, too, when creating those long-term goals uh, and specifically the long-term goals, because those are the ones that we're going to work towards for a long time, is not only making them specific, but also challenging, right? So when we work with clients at On Point Nutrition, we have the long-term goal. We've got that North Star. 
and then we will break it up into those smaller goals to help them get there. But we have to have that North Star, like you said, to always be guiding us in the right direction or else we're just driving mm -hmm. a car in the middle of a desert with no roads leading nowhere. Right. <laughs> we have no right. idea where we're going. Yeah. No, I was, I was just going to say to your point of making them, you know, challenging, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of like leveling up your goals, mm -hmm. if you will. I yeah, think it's yeah. like a good way to put that. Yeah. I think that's so important. And I don't think people think about that enough. I think mm -hmm. there is sort of a difference between like my daily to-do list and my goals that I set for myself. Now, not to say that things on your daily to-do list couldn't be a goal. Maybe they are, but I think there's definitely a difference between the two, right? And I think I see this a lot in my staff. You know, when we talk at the end of the year, we always are like, what do you want to focus on next year? What are your goals? It's important that any on-point nutrition client who's out there listening to this should know that, <laughs> yes, your dietitian is required to set their own goals every, <laughs> every year as well. Yes. Um, we go through that process with the team and I think that's something that I really kind of drive home and our management team really drives home with everyone on the team is that like, Hey, when you set a goal, it, there needs to be a little bit of a challenge to it. That's like the only way that we get better and we improve. I have always been the type of person that I think everyone on my team is capable of achieving greatness. Like every person that's on a team is great mm -hmm. at something if you put your mind to it and you focus on it and you put the energy into it you can achieve it I talk about this a lot actually with like a lot of my friends and I think it comes from kind of how we were raised as kids and how our parents you know think about goals and setting goals for us you know as a kid I was never told that like I couldn't do something mm -hmm. my yeah. parents never told me that like they were always yeah. like yeah, you can do that. But they also made it very clear to me that sometimes things are hard. Mm -hmm. And just because they're hard doesn't mean that you can't do them. Yeah. So I think that's where putting that challenge into your goals makes kind of brings it all together. Just because something is a little bit challenging and a little bit difficult doesn't mean that you can't do it. Everybody can do things. Yeah. You just have to kind of get a little bit of a lift yes. every now and then. I completely agree. not from yourself. Maybe from your dietitian at On Point Nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll yes. give you a little lift. But yes. I think that's that's important, you yeah. know, is just knowing that, like, yes, sometimes things are hard. And sometimes you set goals that are outside your comfort zone. And sometimes you look at these goals and you're like, oh, boy, why did I do that? But you still got to try to do it. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. As kids, we're all we're constantly being told you can be anything you want. You can do anything you want all yeah. the time in school which i especially with the technology that we have nowadays i think that is 100 percent true but it's pretty overwhelming at the same yeah. time to have to think about like okay yeah i can literally do anything i want in the entire world so that's kind of where you have to like we said earlier find a problem that you want to solve i think childhood really plays a big big part in how we view goal setting as we get mm -hmm. older and the difference i think between a resolution like a new year's resolution that someone says in a long-term goal that someone sets and writes down is that the resolution 
it can it's just kind of like fairy tale ish almost which is like yeah it's just a it's too vague it's it's uh there's no structure to it it may it may be too challenging it may uh yeah like you said be from like zero to a hundred like if you're not walking at all every single day and your goal is to walk every single day of the year this upcoming year like that's just too much so i think it's important to say yes we want it to be challenging but it also has to be achievable which is one of those totally um smart goal features so Okay, so we've got our long-term goals set. We've established the problem that we want to solve. We have written down our long-term goal. It's specific. It's challenging. Now we have to break it up into smaller, reasonable chunks in order to solve it. So was there any system when you were creating OnPoint to decide how to break up your long-term goals? What was, was there like a timeline? What did your week-to-week -week look like when you were building the business? Oh boy. I think I like blacked out a little bit at some point in building the business. I don't, I mean, there's some things I probably never A couple years that are just not right? even there. I'm like, how did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> Blinking <laughs> happens. Here, but I'm here now. Yes. Um, I can tell you when I first started on point, my goals were very like number driven. Yeah. Because I felt like when I first started, that was like the easiest way to measure it because your goals, they need to be measurable, yes, right? Yes, yes. So I remember when I first started, I was like, I want to have X amount of clients by X date. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to do everything I can <laughs> to get, get to that number, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's initially kind of how I started, which is really simple. I feel like sometimes when you have a really big goal, if you start off with like, so many things on your goal list, you just get lost. Yeah. So for me, it was more so of just like, okay, what do I want to accomplish this month? Yes. Right. Like I remember yes. breaking things down like into monthly increments for myself. And sometimes like six, six month kind of goals when I first started. But initially, you know, you're just like in the grind when you <laughs> when oh, yeah. you first start, you're just like, I just wanna pay my bills. Um I <laughs> <laughs> that was my, my first goal Brayden was to pay my bills That's uh probably smart that was my first goal it was super easy to track right it was like hey this is it this is where I'm at it, there's no question it's you know very cut and dry and then depending on where I would end each month I then just decided what my next kind of step was going to be if I reached my goal that month it was like great I just need to like rinse and repeat mm -hmm. next month Everything I did should maybe theoretically <laughs> result in the same thing happening a month later. Mm -hmm. So I think that was probably initially when I was by myself, the way that I kind of tackled it was like month to month. I would just set out little goals of like, how many clients do I want to work with? Where am I at? How many new clients have I gotten? Yep. And then from there, I think it, it started to change for me when I started hiring other employees because then it doesn't become just about you then it becomes about you yeah and this other person who's trying to pay their bills mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like then it's about them too yeah. yeah so i think initially when i first started it was just growth that was the goal the goal was growth right it was like i just want to reach as many people as possible as quickly as possible and then when you start bringing on 
new team members. For me, these new team members brought in new ideas and new thoughts and new suggestions. And then that's where this whole kind of changing of goals comes yeah. into play yeah. where my North star was still the same. I was like, okay, we still want to reach a ton of people. We want to make it accessible. We want to make nutrition easy for people to understand. We want to help them be more confident in themselves. But now there's like a million different ways that I can get there. Yeah. I think that's where goal setting for me becomes tricky. I think you, you nailed it with saying, don't have too much on your plate at one time. If you open yeah. your laptop every single day and you see a to-do list or small goals of like 20 items on your list, you're going to like freak out and you're not going to want to do any of them. And then you yeah. have to prioritize them. Then, So I think prioritizing your short-term goals first so that you know what's most important and this is kind of how we work with clients too, right? We're going to mm -hmm. break up that long-term goal into, okay, what is the most important thing that we can change first to help this person get to their North Star? So we start with that. We're going to start with one or two smaller goals to work on for the week. We evaluate at the end of the week. We say, are we feeling confident about these goals? Do we feel like these are becoming more habitual? And then if they are, then we create new goals. If not, we keep working on those short-term goals. But that's okay if they take longer to do, if they take longer to become a habit. Because, totally. I mean, it depends on where you're coming from. If it's a big change, then you're going to have to spend more time. It's not like you spend two weeks on every short-term goal and that's it. That's like the standard. No, that's not how it works. It's like you have to be constantly reevaluating, looking back, like we said at the beginning, not looking back on the whole year, but just looking back on the past week or even the past couple days and like, hey, how did I do with, maybe I'm trying to journal every day. Did I hit, how many days of that did I hit? Like measure that, make it specific and measurable. So how yep. many days did I hit? Um, kind of summarizing, like reevaluating, changing if you need to and making it measurable. I hope that everyone here learned something valuable out of this and some take-home items that we encourage for you guys to do at home. Create three SMART goals for 2023 in three different areas of health. We're a nutrition company, so we're gonna focus on health specifically, but uh, what, that could be financial health, that could be sleep health, that could be different areas of health, but we encourage you, use the SMART format make long-term goals, break them down, and try to create three uh, goals for yourself in three different areas of health for 2023. And again, if you don't hit them, that's okay. If you need to change them throughout the year, that is okay. But having them written down somewhere physically is really, really important. I can tell you when I was studying for my registered dietitian exam, I literally wrote down, congratulations, Braden, you passed the RDN exam up on a piece of paper and put it on my cork board and looked at it every single day that I studied. <laughs> and That's so great. <laughs> and I'm not saying that was it, but writing stuff down helps people. All right. <laughs> I can tell you from personal experience. Thank you so much, Brittany, for giving us an inside scoop into the creation of On Point and um, congratulations on creating such a successful business and I'm proud to be a part of it. Are there any last minute thoughts that you'd like to leave listeners with before we pop off? Always remember that setting goals is super important. 
we want to make sure they're realistic. Like you said, like we want to make sure we break them up. You don't want to focus on too much at one time. But I think at the end of the day, I think everyone should also remember that it's totally okay if you don't reach a goal that you set. Yeah. I think that that is something that was hard for me to accept, Mm -hmm. um, but like totally necessary. And I think if we can take the stigma out of like, you have to achieve every goal that you set out of goal setting, more people would set them. Yeah. You know? And just use them as a learning experience. You don't always have to like hit it out of the park to be mm-hmm. successful, to consider something a success. You don't have to get a home run. You don't have to have a slam dunk. You just have to make progress. Yep. Learn from your mistakes. Consistency, totally. not perfection. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brittany. Uh, we are so grateful for you joining us today. If anything you heard today struck a chord in you, we encourage you at home to take action on it as soon as you can. Sustainable change takes consistent action. Just start with that first step. Look out for a new episode of Food Fundamentals every other week and have a great rest of your day. If you found this episode helpful, share the love. Send this to family and friends. Post it on all of the stories. Make sure you tag us at On Point Nutrition if you do. And give us a follow while you're there for plenty more nutrition tips on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. If you're interested in learning how On Point can help you reach your nutrition goals, head to onpointnutrition.com to schedule a free consultation.